Here we go! My name's Bubba. My name's Anna. And you're tuned into Church Nerds, an LTN radio morning show and a proud member of the Love Thy Nerd podcast network. Hey, before we get any further into this show, we are so far into it right now. So let's turn back. Oh my gosh. And go back to the information this center. This is going to take forever. <laughs> hey, just make sure that you're all, you're hanging out with us on lovethynerd.com. Got a bunch of great articles and all sorts of things that are not just this podcast, but Video shows, access to our radio station, ltnonair.com. And also, just go to lovethynerd.com slash try a thing you you might be interested in, slash Twitch, slash Facebook, slash Discord, slash YouTube, all of the places that we are. Um, Just go ahead and try that. See if it works. If not, let me know. I was trying to think of some ridiculous place on the internet, but I I couldn't. I could like Tinder. Oh, so LTN Tinder account. Is Tinder still. Th- I don't even know. Like, I, yeah, how see, would I, I was know? Like, Why parlor, would I know? Parlor. I don't even know. Parlor. parlor wow, you, anymore. Man, you're going pretty hard over here. I don't. Tinder parlor. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I don't have accounts with either of them. Yeah, same. Uh, I mean, I don't use I, my. Parlor I account. almost don't have an account with Facebook anymore because they were like, "You need to use Facebook Protector. We're deleting your account." <laughs> and I'm like, "No, nah, that's a scam." And then I looked on the internet and I was like, no, it's real. You looked it after I told you it was scammy. real? No, I had looked before. But like, I don't know. They're like, oh, you, you, you're too influential. You know too many people, Anna. If your account mm. is too high risk. So you definitely need this uh, Facebook account. Protect, like you, whatever, whatever. You might be inferring a little bit. That's what they said. They were like, your, your um, account reaches too many people. Like it reaches a high volume of people. And so. And you interpreted that as I'm too popular. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a little too popular. I have popular. too many friends. I am. It's probably because I managed two pages and I'm in a mod in like another page. Yeah. Oh no. Well, it's the church nerds page. Too, so that's three. Pa- yeah. Whoa. Oh my you goodness. You are so popular. <sighs> Big deal alert, guys. Yeah. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about right now. That's exactly what we're talking about right no. now. Well, we're going to move on. Yeah, I, we need to move on. <laughs> we need to move on. You know what I wanted to talk about? Not I have referenced not. I, I always want to talk about Bruno, but um, I referenced a few weeks ago because um, we didn't record last week. And so Couldn't. I want to say it was like three weeks ago. What? Why didn't we record last week? Are babe? you kidding me? Oh, you, okay. You want me to, I was like, you don't remember. We just need to address this. Cause we didn't really, we weren't like, Hey, we'll see you in two weeks. We just didn't come out with an episode. Well, cause it wasn't planned. We let people down. I, yeah, I, yeah absolutely. We did. Sorry, everybody are bad. My voice was, uh, was an open opposition to my lifestyle and <laughs> it, it staged a coup. Um, I was in the middle of a stream last week and I was having some voice problems. You can kind of hear it right now. I'm I'm, I'm like coming out of it. Yep. Um, but I was in the middle of a stream. We, I streamed for four hours, uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And literally at hour about two ish, my voice was like, yeah, we're done. I had had that, that you had and like been, 
<clears throat> completely voiceless for one day, had about half a voice for the next day. And so I heard you, your voice when you woke up in the morning and I was like, nope, nope. <laughs> That's not going to work. And I heard you, you know, I was around for about 30 minutes and then I had to go do something with children and um, came back and was like, well, you sound terrible. Yeah. I think that was on Tuesday, right? <clears throat> yeah. I, I, yeah. I had people that popped back you, into the stream too. And were know. like, what <laughs> happened? <laughs> It was not good. Yeah, why are you streaming right now? I was like, so, I was fine. On was Wednesday, fine. it was like, no, on Wednesday, it was still not great. No, so, it was, I canceled my stream on Wednesday. You didn't stream. Yeah, it just, this is too much talking. It's too much fatigue on the voice. So, yeah. anyway, before all of that, I had talked about how I was trying to kind of look around on Twitch for like things that interested me instead of video game streams. Ooh, burn. So I wanted to like Take that, give LTN. an update. Well, it's it's a lot of video games. Uh, I'm sorry, specifically Frost. <laughs> I mean, I watch some of the shows. No, it's fine. Hey, but Asia had specifically told me that the makers and crafters channels were where it was at, and that I needed to watch them. And so the first day that I looked around was a complete bust, and I was like, no. No, my people are not, these are, <laughs> these are not my sewing people because it was like a lot of quilters. Oh yeah. And With the big guys, machine. I'm not, I am not a quilter. I am not, I don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy watching it. I don't really like, I like the way some real old timey quilts look, but a lot by and large, like I don't like themed quilts. I have made you a themed quilt. I love it. It smells um, like dog right now. Yeah, it probably needs to, to be washed anyway. But I did find some cool channels eventually. Like I kept at it, kept searching. There's like a lot of people who are on there are doing cosplay stuff. Well, it's it's all about knowing your market. Is right. I mean, like it's pretty cool. It's not my scene. I've never done cosplay. I think it would stretch me a lot. Like as far as my skill library yep. to do cosplay because it's not it's not an interest it's just of yours very very broad yeah you know a lot of times in cosplay like you're working with not just like different fabric types like vinyl and all kinds of different we do things, a lot of foam core like stuff leather and yeah. plastics and like hardware of all kinds and i'm like Ooh, i don't know but it got me thinking and we talked about this a little bit like you know those people who um do like a cosplay medic mm -hmm. stuff like they show up to the cons with hot glue guns and yeah. little sewing kits. Yeah. And, um, I don't know. I would have to sort of like ask people what, like maybe little pieces of Velcro. I don't know. Basically anything that will make their costume stick Hooks to itself and, and little loops. And I don't know. You just super glue, probably, probably some super a gang glue. Of super glue. Some, well, some, so the some hot, duct tape and scotch hot tape. glue is 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 kind of where it's at. Yeah, because it's fast drying, right? Right. Super right. glue is pretty fast drying, but you wouldn't want like an actual fabric glue because that has to sit for hours. So, yeah. Anyway, we're always kind of looking at like ways that I can be involved with LTN and the <clears throat> things that you do, sort of on my own level yeah. um 
and not like in like an appropriation n- kind of a way. You would not but like, want to watch my video game stream. Well, you might want to watch I, it. I would want to watch that. We we do need to try that sometime. My I'm a miserable failure at video games. That's but what people like. I know they do really like that a lot. What they watch don't it. like is average gamers. Yeah. They want you to be either really good or really, really bad. bad. I'm pretty bad. Um, anyway. I've seen you try to catch a butterfly. Yeah. <laughs> Still one of the yes. most popular videos I've ever posted. Yes, that was. Yeah. I I sometimes still struggle catching butterflies. <laughs> a li- like, I think I had to do four or five tries a few days ago and was like, oh, shoot. This is an animal crossing. I haven't new learned horizons. anything. I'm still terrible at this. But anyway, I don't know if like cosplay medic is on the horizon right now necessarily because mostly the peach. Yeah. Um, I like traveling would be difficult, but I think it would be cool to do like one con a year with you yeah. and actually, you know, get to go and like I'm thinking of a name for it. It would be cool to be called like Con Rafa. Because Rafa means healer. Oh. Wouldn't that be cool? Uh, I feel like it was cool until like you told me what you were doing. Where are you going? <coughs> you didn't like it? No. It's like <laughs> I, I get what you're doing. I was and trying to make it a thing. I know. I and then we you I think feel like you jumped the shark. Just threw me under the bus right here on our own podcast telling yeah. me my ideas are not good. Hey, we got to workshop that stuff off <laughs> air. Okay. Well, never mind. Yeah. Well, we could be the Jesus Jukers. No. No. I didn't want it to be like super obvious. Like, by his stripes, you are healed. Cosplay medic. (laughs) (laughs) Here's a tract. I mean, it would be cool to have like some stickers or something. Yeah, well, don't worry. So we'll, I was trying to think of, anyway, you we, don't like my ideas, so if, it's fine. It's, I'm fine. It's fine. We're fine. If, when we do this, don't, don't worry, we'll, we'll figure it out. It'll be great. <laughs> well, hey, don't go anywhere. We're going to take a short break, but when we come back, we're going to be talking today because I have basically one space in my brain to think about things. We're going to be talking today about communication and how we communicate when we can't communicate Um, And in our second section, specifically, how God communicates with us when he doesn't speak audibly directly to us. It's going to be an interesting show, and I'm pretty excited about it. Which is never for me. He has never audibly spoken to me. Just going to throw that out there right now. Spoiler. Hey, there's still time. The episode's not over. So, Hey, stick around. We'll be back with more of the Church Nerds Podcast. This week in nerdy news, this is LTNN. And what might be one of the biggest signs of the times moments of our lives? The government of Ukraine is raising money to support their army and civilians during this time of war by selling NFTs based on the timeline of Russia's ongoing invasion. The collection is called Meta History Museum of War, and it associates blockchain tokens with a news item about every substantial event of the war and an illustration from an artist that ties to it. 
At the time of writing, there are 54 NFTs listed covering the first three days of the war in late February, and they should be on sale now, assuming they weren't bought up immediately. The blockchain company Fair.xyz is the platform handling these NFT sales. Ukraine Minister of Digital Transformation Mikhailo Fedorov announced the collection's launch on Twitter, boasting that while Russia uses tanks to destroy Ukraine, we rely on revolutionary blockchain tech. While we certainly hope this is a successful fundraising effort for Ukraine, chalk this up as one war story we didn't see coming. That was This Week in Nerdy News. I'm Radio Matt, and this is LTNN. Hey there, and welcome back to Church Nerds. Once again, I'm Bubba. I'm Anna. And if you are just now joining us, and if you found us anywhere besides LTN Radio at LTNOnAir.com or the Live 365 app, where you can find the best Christian indie rock, pop, and hip hop. Hi. Welcome. Uh, you can also find us on lovethynerd.com slash church nerds. If you can't find us anywhere else, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, radio.com, like we said, ltnonair.com, any of those other places, just go to the website, lovethynerd.com slash church nerds. Uh, hey, today, Anna, what are we talking about? We're talking about, we're talking about communication. Mm-hmm. You're real good at it right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we're talking about um, working through when you can't communicate oh. the way that you wanted to communicate. Nonverbal communication. Most natural to communicate, (laughs) potentially. Yeah, well, maybe, 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 maybe most natural. But it it, a manner of just like getting your point across to another human person um, at some way, in some way, shape, or form. Um, And so, uh, I, as we talked about at, at the beginning of the show, I lost my voice last week. And if you have ever lost your voice, it is very difficult to communicate. Now, I will say this. It's it's difficult to, to communicate if you have had a voice. Right. And that is your primary method of communication. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, <clears throat> you don't have it anymore and you rely on it so much. Things are different. Uh, we, we, we're going to talk about here in a little bit some of the ways that we do communicate non-verbally. That it's like, oh, duh, I guess I could have done that. But it's like a moment of panic kind of sets in. It's like, I'm just never going to talk to anybody ever again. Nobody's going to know what's going on. Well, if you didn't have a voice, you probably wouldn't be doing what you do. I'm just going to say that. That is fair. I do it's, a lot of voice things. It would be things. very difficult to do a podcast, say, for example, um, without a voice. Or a stream. There may be people who do it. <clears throat> they but do. It is significantly harder. Yeah. I'm sure. Yes. And so like we we understand that there is there there are people that don't speak that are mute um that maybe are are even, you know, deaf and so like they have they're forced to communicate in different ways. You're pointing like to your throat. Like those people who have a like um <clears throat> Oh, like a, like a trach. Mhm. Yeah. Like um, Batman. 
Val Kilmer has one. Oh, oh, what? What? You don't know this? No. You have to watch the documentary. About Batman? I can't believe you haven't watched it. I'm too busy watching Hillsong no, documentaries. No, yes. Okay. The- <laughs> <laughs> oh, we watched it and we will talk about it, just not today. This is, uh, okay. No, there's a documentary. I thought I'd already talked about this on here. There's a documentary about Val Kilmer. <gasps> you should watch it. Though. I will watch it. Okay. Um, hey, he Anna, has message a, received. I will watch the documentary. He has one of those okay. um, traits. There was, there was a, there was an angle in WWE, which was WWF at this time where Kane, the big red monster, um, he used to have one of those, uh, like vocalizers that he would put up to his neck. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was a whole angle. Well, anyway, ways that we can communicate or that people absolutely 100% do communicate on a daily basis that are nonverbal. Mm-hmm. How do we do that? Some examples would be, obviously sign language is yes. like the first one that comes to mind because um, there are many people who cannot hear. And, um, and so if you cannot hear, then communication, verbal communication is quite, quite difficult. Yeah. Um, so sign language, we said it, ASL, but that's actually specifically American Sign Language. And there are other dialects like or languages Mm -hmm. besides just American Sign Language. So um, also emojis, (laughs) just kind of silly. But sometimes, um, oh, like we knew a couple who challenged themselves for like, I don't know how long of a period of time they were doing this, but they're like, we try to see how many messages we can send to one another, like actually communicating, but using no words, only, only emoji. emojis. Yeah. Which is, is fun. Also <laughs> potential for a lot of miscommunication. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. But I, I like that. You know, I, I think that that is, that's a, it, it's, it's fun, right? Like we're talking, like I lost my voice. That was not fun. Right. Um, but, Ways that you can kind of practice nonverbal communication kind of in a, 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 a prepper kind of a way, you know, like, hey, uh, there are so many emoji, so many. Just open up your little keyboard and go go to town. Emoji with no S because that's because it's already plural. Yeah. What um, is it's just emote and emoji. Um, an, an emoji is an emote. It is an emote. Right. So one singular would be emotes and plural is emoji. Singular is emotes with an S? No, I said singular would be emote. You put an S on it. No, I didn't. The the record will show. I guess we're going to see. Let's go back and listen to the tape. Listen to this. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Well, also gifts. Not Not to be confused. I was just going to say that. Yes, so, graphic. Graphic interface. Uh, the guy who created the the GIF passed away. He did? Yeah, he passed away oh. last week, a couple weeks ago. What? Yeah, it was pretty, pretty interesting. Like, uh, Frost told me about it. How old was he? I don't know. Oh. Some many years old. Well. I didn't do all the research on it. But uh, 
Frost, he was like, hey, the, you know, the, the creator of the GIF passed away. Oh. I was like, oh, so the guy that made the GIF is still around. Which was kind of a poor taste joke, but like, yes, that, that is. I still, I still stand by Shame. that it is a, a GIF and not a GIF. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> not that that's the conversation we're trying to have right now, but. Um, other ways people have communicated in no, no, the no, past. No, 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 let's oh, not, no. We're not let's moving not, on. Let's not move Sorry. on from, from the gift. Well, you because started taking a drink of coffee. I thought you were uh, my tossing it to me. Is thrashed. <clears throat> I need liquid. Um, so the gift, I believe, is one of the most uh, effective forms of communication uh-huh. these days. Uh-huh. The things that you can communicate. In a gift, which is kind of cheating. If you think about it, it is cheating because nine times out of 10, uh, a, a gif is, it's an animated, you know, picture. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, but it has a caption on it. So like a lot of times it's, what is that person saying in the scene of the movie and or TV show or whatever? Mm-hmm. And so it is a little bit cheating. Um, sometimes there are w- words. Right. But Sometimes that person, Michael Scott saying, that's what you said, um, is way more. No. <laughs> yeah, no. exactly. It, it, it just, it communicates so much more than if I were to just say, no, no. Like it has, it has all of that emotion built up into it. It has all of the memories that you have from watching that scene and everything else that goes on in it. Like it just, it conveys so much more. They say a picture is worth a thousand I words. Get out of my head, stall cup. I will I was never just do gonna that. Say, I, I'm mad that you stole it from me too. <laughs> I was going to say. I live rent free up there, lady. <clears throat> but it does. So if, if mm-hmm. one picture says a thousand words, what does a series of pictures say? Um, you know, several mm-hmm. thousand. It's, it, it's, it's, it's easy math, actually. A, a series of thousands. Of it words. depends on how many pictures, right? <laughs> but I love gifts. And so legitimately speaking, I... I've started adding uh, gifts to my Wordle posts. Yes. You know, non-spoilery gifts I, to my Wordle posts. I think I add gifts to pretty much anything I can. I feel like they just make things mm-hmm. more interesting and maybe that's a um, clickbaity kind of thing to oh, do. absolutely. Because it's like um, sometimes I post things in groups and I just get much more engagement if mm-hmm. I post a, a GIF with it, which we have talked about about this in a previous episode i don't know which episode it is but we did a whole episode where we explored memes and gifs and the history was it the giphy gospel of them. was it that episode oh, it probably was yeah yeah that was a good episode yeah. i liked that one yeah uh, so <laughs> like if you feel like going back and listening to ancient church nerds history oh, then <laughs> go give it a listen yeah um, speaking of ancient history, Ooh, we smoke signals. We talk about smoke signals, <laughs> signals all the time because Bubba's like, uh, if you, you know, found us in, you know, on any of these different platforms or smoke mm-hmm. signals or whatever. And I roll my eyes and every I don't time, know. I, like, I want to leave uh, like the option is there. Because that is a legitimate way that people used to communicate. Oh, or like mirrors from across a, um, a, a canyon oh, or yeah. something, some mirrors, or like, um, uh, the 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 lighting of the uh, those nautical flags, lighting of the flame. Oh yeah, from from Lord of the Rings and the Great Wall the of China, right? But mainly Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> um, then there's the obvious, like you could just 
write a thing down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I cannot speak. That written li- on a, a notepad. That literally came. Email. Text very, messages. Very late in this thought process was like, oh, but <laughs> what about like writing? Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. dry Te- erase boards. Texting is in that as well. Yes. And so. Texting. Uh, you know, any kind of, of written or typed communication. Mm-hmm. Um, carrier of, pigeons. Carrier pigeons. Owls. Um, Hogwarts uh, owl. Yes. Yes. Also, I was thinking um, if you need to communicate from the upside down, you could get yourself a good old set of Christmas lights Christmas and lights. some black paint. And um, yeah, you're going to need it. You're going to need a way to make a cipher for sure. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yes. I mean, like, I think that uh, those those kinds of things are are pretty d- d- like, well, except for like the upside down Christmas lights. Okay. I don't know where that well, came from. Cause, like just writing down. That's a, an obvious way. Some of these other things are like when people were having to really problem solve with communication over great distance. Yeah. Before, um, before Morse code, before the telegraph, before, you know, any of those things. Yeah. Uh, and you needed a way to. Did Will have Christmas lights in the upside down? Um, how did that work? She had Christmas lights in her house. Sure. Perfect. And when he was in the same space in the upside down, it triggered like electrical currents. Yeah. 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 But. In his, in the upside down, I'm trying to remember when they went over to his, to, to the upside down when, cause I think that they were in the room. Like the things that went, that you did in the one space affected the other space. So did sort like of lights like just spirit- hang? Huh? Cause it was like a run, the upside down was like she, a rundown everything. Right. I guess. I don't know. She, she discovered this because of all the lamps. So she got all the lamps going in one room, like put them in all in one room so that she could just know if he was there. Right. And then she hit upon this idea. Of so I'm just trying to look like, again, just trying to really put it together. Cause I can't remember like what would it look like in the upside down to what? see the room with all the Christmas lights in did it. He, did he see the paint I don't on know the wall if with we the letters? Ever actually get the answer to that one. I, Cause I, of, I, I, I just watched that season and I don't know that that was really specifically addressed. So we all just kind of accepted hole. that. Yeah. 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 Okay. I, it, that show had me until just then. <laughs> <clears throat> I could suspend my I suspend my disbelief only so far. Um, uh, body language, looks, like being in the same space mm-hmm. with somebody, and what am I trying to say right now? Uh, yeah, yeah, she's got her arms crossed. She's squinting at me. She's super happy. Um, yeah. But yeah. like that kind of stuff, people giving piercing glances or like staring daggers or even like batting eyelashes or the double bird. That one's pretty obvious. Yeah. Yeah. I would like a sandwich, please. <laughs> Being able to just read people and understand people. Um, basic human interaction. Mm-hmm. There are there are some people who j- cannot do that. Oh, period. Or there are the people who are the opposite of cannot do that. Like the lie to me guy. Oh, yeah. Where they can read your uh, micro expressions. All the things you're saying that you don't even know that, that you're you saying. you didn't know you were saying disgust yeah is a big one that you hear a lot about in that show because crime yeah i because i think about that a lot and we were you know joking about you having your arms crossed like i i a lot of times when i'm listening i will lean back and cross my arms and they're like oh that's really close off the body positioning and and you know you're making people feel uncomfortable like 
Sometimes, I'm just trying. You, I'm gonna, <laughs> Sometimes I feel like you're doing my, that on purpose where you're like. Put my, my, my hands oh, under my chin. And, you have something to say? What do you have to say? No, I'm, just, I'm trying to listen intently. Um, stop projecting on me, I'm people. Let me live my what life. what you're accidentally communicating without communicating. Your nonverbal communication to my verbal communication but so so here's the thing right and i guess we'll kind of close this segment out with this is that there are a lot of there are a lot of things a lot of nuance that is lost in nonverbal communication because you can't accurately i will say outside of the gift you cannot accurately convey like tone. proper tone or emotion right that was a big beef that people had with email and like message boards for a long time were just fraught with all of these dumb arguments, mostly created around like people saying something, but not communicating their yeah. tone super well. And so then somebody takes offense or maybe people just actually being <laughs> jerks. Yeah. And yeah. What are you going to do? You know? So there are ways, and you guys know of a billion other ways that you communicate um, that are nonverbal. Uh, you know, uh, you may like sound. Um, we talked a little bit, a little bit about Morse code and stuff like that. But you even mentioned like Stephen Hawking. Mm -hmm. You know, he basically had a computer hooked up to his brain that allowed him to verbalize, to verbalize the things that he was thinking. Um, which I just am blown away by that technology. Mm -hmm. um, I don't really know where I stand on the invasiveness of it, but it did allow him to communicate. <laughs> so it's like, cause at, I don't really know how it works. Yeah. How do you keep the thing that, that, how do you have a filter with that? Yeah, absolutely. Do, do, do you push a button and you allow it to start to speak? I don't. I need to do some research on that piece yeah. of technology. Well, you do that and you get back to us. I can't <laughs> wait to, to hear your investigative reporting on that. Well, hey, we're going to get out of here, take a quick break. Don't go anywhere because when we come back, we're going to be talking about ways that, uh, that God speaks to us when he is not speaking verbally, which is most of the time to his people. More on that right here on the Church Nerds Podcast. Have you ever heard a nerdy word or phrase that you were positive you should know, but you didn't? We've all been there, feeling like our nerd cred is dropping by the second. Well, fear not. LTN is here to help you hold your own in a nerdy conversation. So pull up an ear and pay attention, because we've got a new nerdy definition for you. Today's term is rage quit. This one might be self-explanatory to some of you, but just in case you're a calm gamer who plays games with other calm gamers, to rage quit is to become so frustrated with how a game is going, you explode with violent anger in a manner that ends the game, intentionally or not. Examples of this would be losing at Madden and throwing your controller into the TV screen, smashing it. Or after a large string of bad luck in a tabletop game, you flip the table in a tantrum. Or even if you are playing a game of basketball and upon your opponent scoring their 18th three-pointer in a row, you punch the wall and break your hand. All of these situations are angry outbursts that force you to quit playing, and usually everyone else too. They are also signs of bad sportsmanship, and likely you need to find a good stress outlet in your life outside of gaming. 
Of course, we all have bad days and react poorly, but if you found yourself ruining games on a semi-regular basis because you can't keep your anger in check, and I mean this with all sincerity, it might be time to talk to someone about it before it becomes a more commonplace thing in your life. And parents, the next time your teenager gets grounded for throwing his brand new Xbox out the window after coming in second in Fortnite, you'll know exactly what happened, and that it might be time for him to lay off the bang energy drinks, because now you understand that reference. back to Church Nerds. Once again, I'm Bubba. I'm Anna. And we don't introduce ourselves anymore. We don't. Oh, in the, yeah. At all. It's true. It, for That's anybody okay. who is just now listening, the, the middle of the show is the perfect place to introduce yourself. Obviously. Because it's for the true listeners, right? I guess. They need um, to hear if we're interesting first. Yeah. Also, we just forgot big time. Uh, but I am a founder of Love Thy Nerd. I'm currently the acting CEO. I tell people I'm just acting. Um, our CEO is out on, I almost said out on delivery because this thing in the package I have coming today, he's not out on <laughs> delivery. He's out on sabbatical uh, currently. He'll be back um, at the beginning of May. But uh, that's me. That's what I do. I'm a full-time nerd culture missionary. Um, and you're thinking about being a cosplay medic. <laughs> As my official job. No, that's not yeah. even close to accurate. Uh, mostly I mom that I mother a lot. And uh, I also you and your daughter both. work uh, in the children's ministry at our church. And I sew things. I've been very, very busy. Oh, yes. Um, sewing things because Easter, Easter is coming is up. Coming. I have so many other projects, but I'm working my way through these em? Easter dresses. Who needs so. them? That that's all about me. That yeah. sewing is what I like to do, and uh, and we get to do this podcast together. So we yes, are. This is our um, overlap. Sort. I mean, I don't know. I'm We're not, married too. We are to each other. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, coming up very soon. By the time this episode comes out, we we, we will probably nope. Yep. Nope. Monday. In a couple of days. In a couple of days after this episode comes out, we'll be celebrating. 14 years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just tiny amount of banter. I was trying to plan our like anniversary date. Oh my gosh. And it's not going super well. People, we are very bad at dating. We love each we other. We have always been bad at dating, but I'm like, we have not done a thing together just on our own in a very long what time. What is this? And I, no, this does not oh, count. This does not count. And so I say, hey, what do you want to do for our anniversary? And you say, you know, I really like just mostly the boring parts of being married. <laughs> and so I took it upon myself to try to plan the most boring date possible. And you did not appreciate not, it. That is not what I, I meant. I don't know how I could have made it more boring, except perhaps like we could go to the library together. Uh, we could go file some paperwork. We could. I actually do need to do that. We could go make our will for. Um, uh, it's morbid. <laughs> <laughs> Not really where I was trying to go. I just, I like to do the, the boring things like hang out, watch TV, maybe go to the movies, whatever, like th those kinds of boring things. I don't want to plan an actively boring <laughs> thing to do. 
Um, anyway, I thought it was funny, and you did not think it was. You funny. thought it was hilarious, and you put a, you put way too much thought and effort into it. That's the well, problem. Well, I'm just trying to think of things to do. I would even do a boring thing with you, but I just want to plan it. Th- I just want to make effort. Yeah. 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 Well, I have an update before we really get into the second segment, which is usually our more serious, like spiritual segment. We were talking about Stephen Hawking's mm-hmm. um, speech generator device, Ooh. SGD for uh, short. That's what the internet calls it. Don't like that. Commonly used by people suffering from ALS. Lots okay. of letters throwing at you, yep. you know, here. Um it doesn't read your thoughts. Spoiler. I, I mean, like, we should have known it doesn't read your thoughts. Um, I'm assuming, like, when you watch documentaries of Stephen Hawking, he's just, like, talking through this speech generator device. Mm-hmm. It probably takes him a very long time to form those, like, bits, those messages that they're you know, editing it? down. Um, so there's lots of different ones that utilize things like your eye movement to select. Okay. Um, some of them have like commonly used phrases that have a more normal sounding like speech pattern. pattern yeah. Um, his was that very like robotic thing because he needed to say all of these things that are very like individual. Sure. Uh, he may have had other, you know, things, I don't know, but, um, I think his used a, a muscle in his cheek. That was how he selected the like words or letters or things that he wanted to say. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So, it, not 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 thoughts, a, not, not, thoughts to, not thought to speech. No. Mm, if Stephen <laughs> Hawking didn't have a thought to speech, there's. <clears throat> There's no hope for the rest of us. Well, I think it's probably good because we humans, we need some filters in order to be kind. Yeah. 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 I think we're all jerks up in our brains. I, well, I guess this is a moment of vulnerability. I am a jerk up in my brain. Speak for yourself. You know, everyone I'm sure has that moment where they're like, can people hear my thoughts? Yeah. (laughs) What if everything that I think the people around me can hear? And they can. That's horrifying. The people that are like, oh, did I say that out loud? Yeah, you absolutely did. (laughs) That happened. Well, um, okay. Transition. Yes. Let's get serious. (laughs) That's how we get from one space to the next. You say transition. Six minutes talking about dumb stuff. Let's talk about the good stuff. Yeah. So we are Christians, Ann and I. A little bit more about us. (gasps) Shock. Ah. So everything that we do for the most part, that's a phrase that doesn't make sense. You can't do, you can't say everything for the most part. Most of the things that we do and say come from the vantage point and the viewpoint of our Christian worldview. And so a lot of the things that we do, even when we're talking about communication and stuff like that, it's why this podcast works because we can see things in two different lights most of the time. How do we experience things in nerd culture or, you know, you know, with this worldview of just nerd nerdiness. And then also what is the worldview of that same topic through a biblical lens or a Christian lens? And so with the topic of I lost my voice, it was kind of natural for me to think, how do I communicate? Okay. How does God communicate with not just me personally, but how does God communicate with us, his people 
and the world at large, how does he communicate with us when it is mainly nonverbal? Now, we're not going to get into any of the, the doctrinal stuff or, you know, the theology of the spoken word of God or anything like that. We're not doing that. All right. How does God speak to his people? How has he done it in the past? And how is he still doing it today? We're going to look at a couple of ways that we've that we've seen this happen. First and foremost, the Bible. All right. Like that is. God's word. Okay. Um, there, there are a lot of <clears throat> people right now and, and have been throughout time that are trying to, uh, redefine what the Bible actually is. Is it the, you know, the inerrant word of God? Is it his thoughts or is it the thoughts of man? Yada, yada, yada. We our our viewpoint here and where we're going to take everything from, not just now moving forward, but this is where Anna and I come from, is that the Bible is the word of God. It is the things that God is trying to get in front of his people during those time frames and how they reverberate through time to affect us even now, right? I like to say all the time that the Bible is not a book of stories that have happened, because I do believe that. I believe it's, it is a book of stories that have happened, but it is also a book of stories that are happening right now, not because men wrote them, but because a wonderful God who sits outside of time was able to construct those, those stories to happen, not just then, but also affect us here and now. So with that being said, and that precedent being set, let's look at some things from the Bible where we can kind of see how God has spoken to his people over time. Um, so the first thing that kind of came to my mind, and this is no, by, by no stretch of the imagination, the first time we see it in the Bible, which is the first thing I thought of prophets. Um, Moses himself was, was a prophet of God. Uh, and so he came down out of the mountain and like people knew the things that God wanted them to do. Um, you know, Ten Commandments and, and you know, just the way of living, you know, leading in, into the promised land, all these things. They knew these things because God spoke to Moses and then Moses was the one who had to relay that message to the people. And that was basically what a prophet did. We think mm -hmm. about prophets a lot, and I'm not. I'm gesturing to you and I. We don't necessarily think about them like this, but generally speaking, we think about prophets as you, uh, prophets tell the future. Right. It's yes. not necessarily what a prophet's primary function is, though sometimes they do that. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's not their primary function. Their primary function is to, to relay a message. Um, and so prophets, and there's tons of stories yeah. of prophets in the Bible. Most of the time it was like, this is a call to repentance. If you don't repent going to get real bad for you. Like, yes, that was, I don't want to put a percentage on it, but it was, it would be a high percentage yeah, yeah. of like what prophets, um, did. Yeah. At least the, the word that we have, um, in the, ma the major and the minor prophets. Yeah. Very rarely was it, Hey, God just wants you to know you're doing a great job. <laughs> well, <laughs> 
you know, that I mean, happened. I, Isaiah but... had a lot. He probably some of the most of that, but uh, not <laughs> you're doing a great job. More like relief is coming. Help, yeah. help is on the way. Uh, you're going to have to wait a minute. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was, there was, there were the prophets. There was um, the still small voice mm-hmm. in the cave that Elijah um, experienced. Also, not still small voice, but there was like the way that God called Samuel in the temple. Yep. And he thought that it was Eli, but it wasn't. Um, that was an- another vocal one, though, a-, a verbal, a verbal one. Yeah. Um, but even then, it's like the voice of God, like, is it, was it the actual voice of God or was it like, an angel of the Lord that was speaking on, on behalf of God and all sorts of stuff. Like those are things that like legitimately speaking, theologians have been arguing about for hundreds of millions of years. Well, he spoke to Joseph through dreams, Mm -hmm. sometimes his dreams, sometimes other people's dreams. And Daniel was uh, in a similar, similar uh, situation, but dreams are definitely something like, a bunch of people had dreams. Jacob had dreams. Joseph had dreams. Uh, um, oh, there was somebody like some of the Kings had dreams. Yep. Um, Joseph had dreams yeah. about like, you know, his technicolor dream coat. N- no, no, no. Jo- I'm sorry. Joseph who raised Jesus. Ah, yes. Had yes, dreams. He did. Mary. Yeah. I mean like the dreams and visions and like those things, it's, honestly it's like uh, are are you awake or are you sleeping um but we're we're in a different space right now um mm-hmm. like things things are different and so it, like that well, sometimes they were really obscure and then sometimes they were like extremely direct absolutely and his name shall be called Jesus <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> or oh this is what the dead cows mean okay well see that one seems more obscure to me yeah. compared with like hey get up and take Mary and, and go and yeah. take Mary and Jesus and get out of here. Cause you're going to die. Absolutely. If you don't, I mean, that's pretty direct. Well, and honestly, I, I feel like that's the way that a lot of us hope that God speaks to us. Right. When I, when I pray, just tell me what to do. When Please I pray, I pray, God speak directly to me, speak very clearly to me. Cause because in those moments, I want to know, like I'm, I'm seeking after you because I want to know what it is that he wants me to do. Right. And so when he speaks vaguely or in riddles or, you know, with need for interpretation and all sorts of things, I I'll be honest, I get kind of frustrated a little bit when, when stuff like that happens. See, I don't know if I like to use the word riddles about the way that God speaks to us. Cause I don't think like, I think that riddles, what do you call think- the book of revelation? I don't know. That don't ain't literal. Riddle. Well, what? I don't, I'm not saying that God always speaks to us I'm literally. I'm not saying he's the Riddler. <laughs> I just think like, I, I guess because riddles, when I think about riddles, I think the purpose of them is to be tricky. And I don't think that God's purpose is to be tricky. I would. I think sometimes he veils things from us, yes. but I don't think he's being tricky about it. Oh, well, it, that's your interpretation of the word riddle. Um, <laughs> you know, like it's. Uh, What's in my pocket? Oh, nothing. Tricky. Tricky, tricky. Tricky, tricky. That was kind tricky. of not 
I felt like that was a little bit unethical. Well, Bilbo's a dirtbag and we know that. I mean, let's just move on. But but anyway, like I riddles or not, use whatever words you want there. It is here is a thing that the answers are there somewhere, but you've got to find the cipher and you have to be able to, um, you know, decode the Christmas lights on the wall, as it mm. were, um, mm. that God is speaking He's moving throughout time and doing things. It's sometimes he he speaks through circumstance. Um, sometimes he speaks through other people, like we talked about with prophets, but not necessarily just prophets. Um, God uses all kinds of people um, and speaks to his people through all kinds of people. Uh, going back to Moses, if you kind of look at what God was doing in and through Egypt at that time, like God was using Pharaoh to to release his people, and so like. It's not just these mighty men of the Lord that he's using. It's, it's God, is, God is working in everything around us all of the time. We just may not know or be attuned to his voice. And when we say that, I'm not talking about an audible thing, but, but when God is speaking to us, um, when he's trying to convey something to us, are we familiar with God's posturing and his body language and his sign language and the gifts that he's using? Um, well, I think that there are people who, this may be a small tangent, but they wanted not our style. to hear from the Lord, but they only wanted him to hear, like they only wanted to hear from him what they wanted him to say. Sure. So um, God spoke through a donkey one time, basically, not, mm -hmm. I mean, he didn't speak through a donkey, the, but he caused a donkey to speak because his dumb prophet was like completely disregarding what Freaking he was saying Balaam, man. because he'd been paid off because a king was like, I want you to speak on behalf of the Lord, but only if you bless me and yeah. my war efforts. Um, and he was like, I can't, I can't cannot bless you in your war efforts like against the, Lord, the Lord's people like this is not going to work. I mean, he tried it and the Lord was like, nope, shut it down. Um, legit did not end well for Balaam. Um, it didn't. Yeah. Um, but there was also Saul. Um, he was God's man for a little while and he quickly, yes, he quickly got derailed and um, we were, talk we were talking a little bit about a Hillsong, briefly referenced mm -hmm. it. Basically, fame and power are bad for people. It's why God didn't want us to have kings in the first place. Mm. They demanded it. And like immediately the it thing happens yeah. that God said was going to happen. And um, the Lord withdraws his spirit from Saul. And Saul is like, what? Why would you do this? He tried to revive the ghost of Samuel yeah, no, 100%, because yeah. he wanted like to hear from the Lord yeah. and he couldn't. What he a could, freaking trip of a story. Because he made so many bad decisions and pitted himself against the Lord on yeah. so many occasions that God was like, I'm mm, done. I'm I am done, not dude. speaking yeah. with you. And so he's like, fine, I'm going to, I'm going to hire a witch, <laughs> a, a, like a necromancer type or a, a medium. Yeah. And I'm going, necromancers actually cause like bodies, I guess. To, mm -hmm, yeah. but I'm going to cause a, a hire, hire somebody to speak with 
Samuel, because Samuel had the ear of the Lord, which, and this is a weird story, and I it don't know how I feel so about it. so weird. Succeeds in summoning Samuel, and Samuel's like, nope, I'm out. This is a bad idea. You yeah, can't was, do this, bro. He's this big is mad not about how you talk to, talk to the Lord. So it's possible to like want to hear from the Lord, but then have postured yourself so much in yeah. opposition to him that it is like God is actively barring your way, which is a terrifying thought, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, or there's like the Israelites were like, we don't want to hear from the Lord. Moses, you you speak to the Lord and communicate with him for us because we think we're going to die yeah. if we speak. And they were probably right. They were 100% <laughs> correct in that. Yeah. Well, I don't know what stories you thought you were going to hear when you tuned into this this here podcast, <clears throat> but it was uh, definitely not Saul summoning <laughs> a ghost. It's a weird one. Uh, con- conjuring the dead. Um, but it, I, like, legitimately speaking, we're going to be le- transparent as, as we possibly can with scripture. There are too many people that dance around things that are actually in the Bible, and that is crazy amounts of damaging. It's It's a book full of crazy stories. There um, are some very strange. Yeah. We could maybe do an episode on like yeah. weird things in the Bible, some Ezekiel stuff, some judges stuff. Yeah. There's some big time weird real stuff. Real weird things. <clears throat> and so, but <clears throat> like that's 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 legitimately a thing that happened is all people people wanting to to hear from God and hear specifically from God. And sometimes you like, we have this, this period between even the, the old Testament and the new Testament that we call like the dark ages, you know, like it's, what is it called? The years of silence. Or yeah. The, you know, whatever, however you want to, to phrase that, <clears throat> but it was 500 year <clears throat> period where God was like, basically, I can't trust my prophets to say what needs said. Yeah. So I'll be quiet. And so it's, it's silent treatment. It, it's a, it's a time where we don't have any, any books in our canonical Bible. Right. Um, but it kind of bears the question is, was it a time where God was completely silent and not working was, in and through was his he people speaking and nobody and could hear it. Wanna hear it yeah. or what, um, because a lot of times that's what I think is like, we are, we're looking very specifically for a thing for God to say, for him to move. And so when he does speak to us or when he does move in an area, um, you know, he, he uses a person or does whatever needs to be done to answer a question or do whatever. We're like, no, nah, that's not God. When it may very well be him answering that question. A lot of people will say, well, God's not answering my prayers. I have had this conversation. I can't tell you how many times that I'm like, are you, are you sure he's not? Or maybe he's just not answering it in the way that you want him to answer it. Do you know his voice? Have you spent time with him? Or are, are, do you just know God from what you know on you, from YouTube or from just right. the, the, the one hour a week you spend maybe twice a month with, mm-hmm. with some, some person on stage telling you some things like that's not enough to sure. know. Yeah. I, I think like my question in that moment is like, how much time are you actually spending in the word? And what I don't mean is, Hmm, I want God to speak to me through his word today. I'm going to open the Bible and I'm going to put my finger on a verse. And that's what the Lord is saying to me today. Um, 
that has been effective for people, but I think it's a very poor strategy. Like just pick a place and read from that place on purpose. Start in Genesis, man. Like that book is amazing. Um, Or start in John or, you know, wherever. Just read. God will speak to you if you are actually daily seeking him. Yeah. Like it almost doesn't even matter where you're reading. He will communicate with you. But what is dangerous is just seeking God to to speak through to you through like your Bible study leaders and your pastor and stuff when you actually have not made any effort right to spend time in his word or to listen um <laughs> to his word that he's already spoken like you, you if you sit in prayer and are like oh, lord I want you to speak to me and you are expecting an audible voice mm-hmm. like i mean I'm not saying that God can't do those things, but he has definitively already spoken to us. Yeah. And why are you looking for extra revelation outside of what he's already written? You know? Yeah. And I mean, we may be asking like, God, what, what, what do you want me to do in this specific situation? So I can see people being like, all right, God, I'm just waiting. Do I need to take this job? If you want me to do this, then blow the wind in this direction. Like it, God can and has and will do that. I promise you all of those things. You can see that in the story of Gideon. God, if you you really want me to do this, make all of the dew be on everything but the fleece in the morning. Okay, now let it be on just the fleece and nothing (laughs) else. I was a bro who did not want to be a general. God's like, like, hello, McFly, hello. You know, did not want to do it. So can God do these things? Can he answer you specifically? Yes, but we need to attune ourselves to the voice of God, even when it's not an audible voice. We talk about this organizationally as like, hey, what's the voice of LTN? Really what that means is what's our tone? When we say something or post something or do something, what are we trying to convey with the things that we're we're doing in that it's not an sure. actual audible or like voice? If an organization could have a character. Yes, what would it be? Mm-hmm. And so we're just going to encourage you to spend more time with God. Like, oh, boo, church nerds, you, you guys suck. Give me, give me more things. Like legit though, if I was like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm trying to, to you know, to hear from Anna and I haven't really put much time into this. Um, I'm just gonna send her one text message with uh, cool or not. Nah. <laughs> but I'm really looking for a very specific answer for something, but just, just cool or not. Nah. And like, that's, it's not, yes or no. Yeah. That's not how relationships work. So God is constantly speaking throughout time to, to his people and also to just to the rest of the world, because he's constantly trying to reveal himself to the world. Um, wants, you know, for people to, to be drawn to him, right. It's up to us to interpret it. And so, you know, I, I do, I do like that. I do wish that it was a lot clearer sometimes if I'm being real, but at the same time, God has spoken to me several times. Um, I've never audibly heard the voice of God. I've never audibly heard it. There are two times where Anna and I absolutely 100% knew that God was calling us to do something. And that was one time when we left Odessa. Um, we were a youth pastor out there doing that gig Uh, for about two and a half years. And God called us out of that. And we just absolutely 100% beyond any shadow of a doubt knew that God was calling us to do that. And we did it. And the second time 
um, if I were to, to put two very, you know, positive markers on it was when I left my job at the church to go and pursue LTN full time. I just, we, we knew, I don't want to say I knew, but we knew beyond a shadow of a doubt, conversations, praying, just like reasoning, all that stuff. We just knew that this is the thing that God was calling us to do. And it was validated and verified by the things that followed. And so God continued to speak in and through people and circumstances and situations and finances and all sorts of things. Um, most recently, even in the midst of a pandemic that, Hey, yes, you are doing the thing that I've asked you to do. You are listening to me. Um, my, my word that I've spoken to you is not going to return to me void. So we're going to do good things. And so I just want to encourage everybody. Listen, we went long here, but that's okay. Listen to God. Listen to the things that he's saying. And if you need help interpreting that, it's okay to ask for help. I'm not saying Ann and I are going to have the answer. It's like, oh, <laughs> duh, this is, what God, this is what God's saying. But if you have people in your life that can help you discern those things, then you can kind of get to a point where you understand how God speaks to you. We talked earlier about dialect, um, you know, like sign language even has different dialect. Um, when you sign something here in the States, it could mean something completely different, you know, in, you know, China. Okay. Dialect is important. So when God is speaking to you, is he, spe are you, are you listening? Are you, are you paying attention to the nuance and the dialect when he speaks to you? Because for somebody to be able to read one passage and get something completely different personally than you do, that shouldn't offend you. That should make you see just how personal our God is. So in all of that, think about it. If you need help, ask for help, but make an effort to at the very least, just spend time in the word, reading your Bible. And if you haven't done it before, give it a shot. I recommend starting in John. Right. You know, and that's a, that's a discipline. It's not like you're going <laughs> to read it one day and be like, Oh, this was amazing. With many disciplines, you have days that it doesn't feel amazing. Yeah. You don't feel like you came away with just chock full of answers, but you did it and you're, you're practicing. Yeah. So it's like Kelly Kapoor when she's keep, going on her cleanse. Keep at it. She's keep on that. It. She was on that lemon diet, that lemon, lemon water juice diet. <laughs> gonna look amazing. Anyway, hey, we're going to get out of here. <clears throat> don't go anywhere because when we come back, we've got a Church Nerds weekly verse for you and also a nerdy recommendation right here on the Church Nerds podcast. What's up, nerd? You digging this podcast? Well, the audio enjoyment doesn't end there. Visit LTNOnAir.com and make LTN Radio your new go-to for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie, as well as our exclusive LTN shows and podcasts, some of which air on the station before they're available anywhere else. Visit LTNOnAir.com to listen now and find the link to our app. Now back to the show. Final round. 
fight. Well, to close out our show today, we do have a nerdy recommendation for you. And in the spirit, that's a pun in just a second, hold please. In the spirit of no communication, Mm-hmm. Con- conveying things when you can't speak. Mm-hmm. We thought, like, let's pick a game where that's the theme, right? Or like that's that's the main mechanic. And so the game that we chose, mainly I chose, and then it was like, sure, was w- Pictionary. That's not what we chose. <laughs> that's the boring game that you chose. The game that I chose. You don't like any of my ideas this episode at all. Fact. The game that I chose was a game called Mysterium. Which is way harder than Pictionary, by the way. I agree. It is much more fun than Pictionary. So difficult, that game. Well, PJ agrees with me. That So Mysterium is a game. I'm not even going to try and say the publisher. I thought you said it. No, I said it's something like to the effect of, and then I tried Lillenblund. Lillenblund. Oh, you said Lillabud. Lillabud. <laughs> Just Google Mysterium. It's the only thing with its name. So, well, how is it spelled? I like want to take a crack at it. But. Yeah, we'll do it later after the show. Um, we're gonna wrap this one up. Um, <clears throat> so we we have played that game. Yes. Um, with who did we play? With? I think we played it with Josh and Jen. Mm-hmm. It might have been. I think we played it with Josh and Jen. Okay, PJ says yes, it was Josh and Jen. Okay. Um, but it's a game that, to, for me, it's like Clue on steroids. It's like the next level, or maybe even like final form of Clue. Because instead of there being a like an envelope in the middle of the table that is the thing that you're trying to guess... It's a series of rounds where you have a person behind what what is seemingly a DM shield, like a game master or a dungeon master shield. And that person is trying to get the other players to guess their own personal thing for each round. So what was the weapon? What was the person? Um, You know, stuff like that. And so in doing that, We'll say I'm the person behind the shield because it's usually the person who knows the most about the game. So then kind of help push things forward. Um, I would give people cards that had images on them, like a scene, like a dream sequence kind of a thing. And you guys were like mediums. Follow me here, Christian friends. You guys were like mediums and I was the ghost that had passed on. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you showed up and you're like, no. Do not summon me. Yeah, stop it, Saul, you jerk. Um, but I was like, close, guys, you almost got it. Um, PJ thought that was hilarious. But but it's it's a really fun game because it legitimately has you trying to to convey these these different thoughts and ideas to the other people. And it is a cooperative game, so you're not trying to beat other people. Right. You either succeed together or you fail together. Yeah. So you can all talk about the clues um, as a group, which we like co-op games. Mm-hmm. We really do. They make us better, a better couple. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, are we... Next, yeah, you you were squinting at me. I don't and so have I was trying to read your nonverbal communication. Right um, um, here, I I'll turn. I'll sure turn it towards you. You wanted me to read a church nerd's weekly verse. Don't memorize it. It's not a memory verse. <laughs> 
Uh, I thought that this one was appropriate for what we're talking about. Sometimes we're talking about like, we've been talking about God communicating with us. Mm -hmm. But what about those times when you feel like you cannot communicate with God? Yeah. Um, So Romans 8, 26 says, Now in the same way, the Spirit also helps our weakness. For we do not know what to pray for as we should, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. Yeah. I was uh, was looking that up as we were kind of finding it and the, the commentary that was kind of attached to it because <clears throat> what's, what's oh, are you going to preach a sermon now? What's well, what's a verse without a commentary, right? <laughs> That's we, it's, it's the year 2022. Um, but it, it said that like, it literally means like a groaning without word, like a, a wordless groaning period, flat mm-hmm. out, no, no other interpretation necessary. Um, it's not like, no, it's, it's too deep for words. It's just like, no, 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 no. Like wordless groan. It's like when you come home from work and you just go. Uh, yeah. yeah, that kind of thing. Um, so go ahead and uh, you memorize it. You can do whatever you want. Romans 8. That one is a really good one. Romans I 8, would recommend they're all, memorizing they're all that one because it's just good to know that because sometimes you, you feel like you're, sometimes you just don't know what to pray for. Right. Yeah. So that's Romans 8, 26. And these are always on the episode page, lovethynerd.com slash church nerds. Um, find the episode that you want and it's it's probably on there. And if it's not, I just, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's in the Bible. You can find it there. Um, hey, we also have a new segment that we've been doing. Is it new? How how many episodes does it stay Three? new for? A uh, hundred. A uh, hundred? We don't have a hundred okay. episodes of this podcast 200 yet. then. Sheesh. We should. We don't have a hundred. No. Well, I, I know We're we don't have a hundred yet, but I episode like, sixty-eight. What I, What I heard you say was we don't have a hundred episodes in us. Like that's what oh. I heard you say. I was like, I think I hope hope that we do. Oof. We're I on like know. episode one ninety-three of Maybe free we play. Just gotta cap it at a hundred and be like, then that then that's it. No Let's take that back. more. It wasn't. It wasn't one ninety-three of free play. It's one hundred ninety-three episodes that Matt, Kate, and I. Have done together a hundred. I thought you said ninety three just now. One hundred. One hundred ninety three. I was thinking that sounded awfully low. Uh, yeah, by almost a hundred. <laughs> Give or take. That's a lot. So, uh, this is our dog Sylvie, our sweet little pupper. Um, it, at first, it was like, ha ah, ha. So, well, Sylvie just chews on everything. I was like, she's freaking chewing on everything. And then it was like, we should keep a list because she literally chews everything. And so this week for my dog ate my, uh, I had to go sleep on the couch, um, not because Anna and I were having any kind of marital <laughs> dispute, but my uh, last week my throat was trying to kill me, and so as I'm trying to recover from it, I'm like hacking up like deep, violent coughs. Yes, yeah. To which Anna was like, "You're not usually keeping me up when you think you're keeping me up." But then yeah, you were like, you, you choose to go sleep on the couch when you're sick all the time. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I didn't want to keep you awake. And I'm like, Oh, psh, not a chance. Yeah. I wasn't, I was not going to wake up for that. Except you were most definitely keeping me awake with that cough. Well, you're and, welcome. and PJ, both of us. Yeah. I will. And so I moved to the couch. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. For and that. so I, I still have insomnia while I'm doing this because my throat hurts and it's like, I don't know if you get like this, but like when your throat gets super raw, 
um, it gets like dry and cause you're coughing and coughing and coughing. Mm -hmm. And sometimes like, I don't know how else to describe this. Listener discretion is advised. Oh no. It's like, there's a scab in my throat. Ew, gross. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't know. Anyway. And so like I, I couldn't sleep because anytime I would get comfortable, it was like it, that little tickle would happen. And I would go to like, like swallow and it's like, <laughs> and so anyway, I do not like that. Um, Ew. Yeah. Well, I, uh, uh, Brian last week was, he told me, he was like, uh, I barely made it through your episode of the church nerds talking about, uh, your son vomiting everywhere. Um, and so we, we got to throw something in just to make sure people are listening. Oh, gross. Anyway, long story short, I move out to the couch and so I've got my AirPods and I'm got my phone and I'm Not like, just your AirPods, my AirPod your AirPod pros. Pros, which are not yeah. cheap. The, them's working AirPods. They get paid. Okay, they're like, professional. Look, you bought those and you tried to give them to me, and I was like, "You oh, didn't want them." Oh no, no way, <laughs> not for me. These are too nice <sighs> and too big for my ears, and I just, no. Well, Sylvie said, "Hey, I'll give it a shot," and so she. And we're certain she ate one of them. I think she might have consumed it. Yeah. I haven't checked all of the poop in the yard. The other one, she just we don't know where it is. D demolished it. I mean, demolished it. And she's still with us. She's still alive. <laughs> so um, by the grace of God. Uh-huh. Um, but now I've got to get. I've got to get another pair of headphones and I only want AirPods. I don't want to be elitist or anything. I have offered to give you mine. I don't want yours. Why not? Because they I gave yours. those to you and then I moved, I moved on up. Okay? I know, but I don't side. know if we can afford um, those at this juncture. I'm just saying if they show up, like we bought them when what? we were a little bit more. Uh, they came with my computer. Oh yeah. This is a package deal. So oh, that makes more sense. Um, but anyway, that is that that is the thing that our dog. Well, it's one of the things that our dog chewed up. Yeah, there were a few. She did. We talk about the vacuum cleaner. No, because that was. It's been in a very. It's been a very expensive week with Sylvie. Yeah, she chewed the cord straight. Which in half. actually, you fixed it. I, I did. am so thankful to be married to someone who knows how to splice wire. Wire. Yep. Um. Because I would have just had to go and buy a new vacuum cleaner, which I was really peeved about it because we really like that vacuum cleaner. I'm basically an evangelist for this vacuum cleaner. Yeah. I sold several of my friends on it, um, and I still love it. But I don't know if you can get the exact kind that I probably not that because we have. It's old. It's well. Yeah, it's not I ancient, mean, it's like, but it's old. It's probably like six years old now. Yeah, there's no smartphone app for this this vacuum cleaner. And um, yeah, it was plugged in, and she went chomp, and then like I just heard her go yep. Yeah, and she, it I was, was like, on. What happened? What happened to Sylvie? And Nene's like, I don't, I don't know. She just yelped, and then later I find um, chomped through the wire. Yeah, and I was like. I think, I yeah. think no. Um, so anyway, if anybody wants a dog, <laughs> you can have her. <laughs> I was telling somebody at Life Group, um, uh, you know, I was I was telling them I was like, look, she's cute. Uh, she's just not that cute. Um, and there is a level of cute that you can well, get away with a lot of stuff, and she is not it. 
I mean, Indiana chewed some stuff that I was very angry with him about. So I'm giving her some more time. Indiana was also cute. Um, so, uh, well, hey, I think that's going to do it for this episode of the Church Nerds podcast. Thank you for sticking around with us. Um, make sure that you follow us on social media at Love Thy Nerd on all major platforms. And you can also find us on LTN Radio each and every Friday morning. Um, and uh, PJ doesn't know what he wants to do. He's just kind of uh, trying to be a part of it. Hey, Peach, he's got his headphones on now. Hey, bud, I'm going to finish this outro, okay? Um, but uh, you can also, like I said, find us, the Church Nerds, on Twitter at uh, Church Nerds LTN and also on Facebook by just searching for Church Nerds. If you can't find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, LTN Radio, Radio.com, any of the places that we are, you can just go to lovethynerd.com slash churchnerds and find us there. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Uh, Want to make sure that as you guys are searching for games like Mysterium or any of the other nerdy recommendations, that if you are on Amazon, please be sure to use smile.amazon.com and choose Love Thy Nerd as your charity of choice. This is an easy way to be generous and to give back to LTN at extra at no extra cost to you at all um it's just going to take a portion of your purchase and funnel it right towards ltn and the ministry that we're doing here so if that's something that matters to you we are a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization i'm almost done peach i'm so close bud almost done um and if those letters and numbers together like that mean anything to you then cool if not uh, that's super cool too. You can still become a part um, of our partner team. Well, once again, I'm Bubba. I'm Anna. <laughs> and we'll catch you next week on another episode of Church Nerds. And as always, if no one else tells you this today, just remember it's true. Jesus loves you, nerds. Jesus loves you, nerds.